0: We've all heard the stories where immigrants with nerves of steel must face and surmount untold obstacles in order to establish, if not reinvent, their lives here in the United States. From learning the language, to adapting to cultural shifts, from discovering how to maneuver and make adjustments in a new country, to dealing with loss of an old lifestyle and missing those they love and left behind, is no doubt quite the challenge. Well, I'm Victoria Walker. Welcome to the Choose to Think podcast, and we're going to weave our way through these topics today, all right. But my favorite part comes at the very end when my guest tells us what he would write in a personal thank you letter to God. Please stay tuned. But first, a few items. Now, this is a bit of a personal announcement. I'm learning that it's a bit challenging to record a podcast when there's so much going on in the world. I don't want you to think that I'm not aware of what's happening, and I want to be sensitive to to the issues. Please know that many of the episodes were scripted and recorded weeks in advance. As our nation now reels from anguish, strife, grief, and disease, let you and I continue to hold the banner for truth. Let's trust that better days are ahead. Let's examine our own hearts. Let's pray and do our best to be the change that we so desperately need. They say that epic change starts in the heart of just one individual. As always, my prayer, my hope is that the C2T podcast offers you encouragement, hope, and inspiration, things we all need now, perhaps more than ever before. Thank you so much for tuning in. So I have something so exciting to share with you today. I've recently created a private Facebook group called Choose to Think. Not only are members listeners to the C2T podcast, we are a faith-filled community of Christians coming together to share our experiences in applying God's word to our thoughts, emotions, and mindsets. We share the nuts and bolts of what we believe and how this affects exactly how we live. We have built this tightly knit and safe community to encourage, support and educate others when it comes to putting feet to our faith in practical ways. I really hope that you'll join the tribe. The link is in the show notes or just search Choose to Think on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I have known today's guest, Ruel Wadajo, a former student of mine at the local community college for over four years now. Since we met, his family has warmly invited us into their home a few times, treating us with delicious, authentic Ethiopian food and coffee, and likewise, we've tried to reciprocate the gesture. Ruel visits us during the holidays, always bringing delicious treats and treasures. If you're an instructor, like I am, You can pick out those bright and gifted students within just a few class periods. They tend to rise to the top quickly from their serious and respectful approach, their promptness to class, and their genuine interest in the material and their eagerness to learn. That was Ruel. From being an extremely motivated and top-notch student to now becoming an extraordinary entrepreneur with a heart set on serving God and helping others, Ruel is on an upward trajectory for greatness. One client said of him, quote, what Ruel provides is not only a credit repair service, but also an education that can serve you for life end quote. Ruel created the School of Game Changers and Dojo Fix Credit Repair Company, and he shares his journey on the episode today from Ethiopia to the United States. He talks about his road to becoming a successful entrepreneur, overcoming obstacles, and developing the mindset of gratitude. Coming to the U.S. gave him just the, quote, license he needed to rewrite The personal narrative going from failure to a young man willing to do whatever it takes to learn and succeed. Since I've jumped on the entrepreneur bandwagon myself, each week, and we've been doing this for a while, Ruel and I exchange what we call our wins of the week. He is one of the most encouraging and inspiring people I've ever met. Always with a smile on his face and a mission in his heart to take a few steps upward, stop, turn around, see who might be behind him and who might just need a helping hand, he puts his out there and pulls him up. Needless to say, I am so proud of him, his values, and his heart for chasing his dreams.
1: My, my childhood was very, very kind of like amazing you know i i I grew up like being free i was the you know person that I really like you know the kid that really liked to interact ask questions i'm a curious person at all like that is my mind you know if i meet you i want to know more about you you know and that was like since i was three years old and my mom used to think like you know somebody's going to take me you know she she used to like don't go out of the house and everything So, you know, I'm very interactive and I I really like socializing and learning about people, you know, because I I think we are amazing creatures and if we can learn from each other, we can go far, far, far beyond the what where we are right now. Uh, you know, and I believe that we're building God's image and we have a lot to offer to each other uh in order to, you know, pass anything that humanity is gonna face. Uh, but the thing is like, you know, growing up in that kind of you know, curiosity. Uh, you know, I was not that much appreciated, you know, my thoughts of being like, you know, I, I like being, you know, making things happen. You know, I'm I'm a creative, you know, I have a creative mind uh, that kind of like try to create things. I, I was very, you know, from early age, I was an entrepreneur. You know, I didn't realize that, you know, till I really sat down and tried to analyze my life back again. Uh, but, you know, I started uh, businesses in my school, like I used to sell Uh, T-shirts, you know, I buy it low and sell it high in my school. Uh, I used to, you know, when people want to sell their phones to change it, you know, I I, I used to be like, oh, I got it. I'll sell it for you. And then I'll I'll bring you the money. And I used to trade a lot of stuff in school, uh, but no one used to appreciate that. You know, know, growing up in uh, Ethiopia, one of the things is like our parents are very, very strict when it comes to school. They want us to go to school, be successful, right? But me is like, you know, I'm a very active person. You know, even though I appreciate being in school and learning, I was not that a student. And, you know, I, I had a lot of demand from family. And all my brothers and sisters are a students. So my, my sister is a dentist. My brother, like, you know, I was the one that is like <laughs> all over the place. So I, I used to face a lot of pressure from the, you know, house. You know, my teachers used to tell me like, you know, you're not you're not going to be, you know, making it even to high school. You're not going to be successful in school. But I had to just suck that still face whatever in front of me. Right. And, you know, just go to go, go through the pain, uh, you know, learn. But, you know, if someone is doubting you and in that time, I don't even know how to navigate my mind, how to know, you know, whatever the people are telling me is not true. So I used to believe everything, right? And I used to force myself to get around cheating, to get around like, you know, I believe like when you are not inspired about uh, something that you want to do, you start finding escaping mechanisms to just escape it, you know, and cheating is one of it, you know, because like, you know, since I was not inspired, I find people that are inspired and I try to like cheat from them. You know, it's not that it's a it's, it's, an, it's a good way or it's a good copy mechanism for that. But just that is something that I found that, uh, you know, it will do that for me. Uh, and, you know, I, I passed pretty much like high school and everything. I, I, of course, I'm not I was not like, uh, you know, I, I was not like, uh, you know, smart in all subjects. but I, I have like my favorite uh, subjects and everything. So I made it to high school. Uh, and even when I was about to go to college back home, uh, I I applied for, uh, to go to medical school, but, uh, I I really love studying the mind, right. Uh, you know, neurology, psychiatry, something that really interests me. So I was like, even though I'm not inspired, my mom wants me, want me to be a doctor, you know, she does. And I love my mom and I want, I, you know, I want everything, uh, you know, everything that I really can. Uh, You know do for her and make her happy because she she sacrificed a lot for us and everything So I was like, you know, let me make her happy, right? But I was not leaving my true self You know, I was happy when I was an entrepreneur. I was happy when I was creative I was happy when I was like, you know trading those things and like, you know doing those kind of stuff, you know, I've never asked my parents even um for money like, you know to go to watch a movies all those kinds of stuff. I've never asked money like, I, you know, since like I was 15, 16, you know what I'm saying? So that is something that I really, uh, you know, saw as it was in me, but I've never navigated because, you know, no one accepted me as being an entrepreneur. You know, that is something that everyone used to say, I don't know why you do this, you know, focus in school and everything. But coming to the United States changed everything for me. And if you ask me how, uh, what happened was, you know, when I came here, everything, you know, it's like I was in a fight and fighters response. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like the responsibilities I face is like, it's like, you know, if, if a tiger walk in in front of you, you got to, you, you know, your adrenaline is going to kick in. You're going to do whatever you can in order to be safe, you know, in order to make yourself safe. So when, when I come here, I, No, I see my school. I know that I gotta take school seriously, right? No matter what I say, I believe you know in myself. I say I can do this. You know, now I'm here in the United States, you know, and now I have to adapt. Now I have to ask for help. Now I have to say I can do this because you know, if I doubt myself after this moment, things are not are not gonna look great, right? Because Everything is gonna come at me, so I have to be strong. And that is one of the things I tell myself and started uh, you know, my school, BCTC, right? And you know, BCTC, the amazing thing that it offered me was no one knows me in there. So, you know, everyone when I try hard because I have ambition, you know, you know, one of the things that you get as a hustler or as an entrepreneur is you have like, you know, when you put your mind into something you're going to crush it. This is like a characteristics. You you can put, I believe you can put an entrepreneur in anything. And if they are inspired by it, they're going to, they're going to crush it. And for that matter, I was very, very inspired to take my classes, my school seriously. And guess what happened? It's different. When I take, when I go to classes, I meet teachers like you that appreciate me, that say to me like really nice things, you know, and i start participating in groups and i start like realizing i was not a failure you know all these things that have been narrated to me when i was like you know growing up as a child elementary and high school aren't true and i was like wow you know it's it's just kind of like it gives me it gives me the chills when i talk about it right now it's just like you know i realized that i was not just a failure you know i i was a person that is like was you know told the wrong narrative in my life, and you know I start rewriting my narrative, rewriting my story um and you know while doing this though you know I still have the entrepreneurial mindset, I still like to be have be able to control uh my time my uh you know what, my financial future and everything. so I still think that way and now since i we have a lot of access here in the United States on information or mentors. I started navigating some things while keeping my grades all time high. I had like uh 3.9 when I when I left BCTC and I had a 4.0 before I uh dropped out of uh drop out of UK uh, last time. So all these things, you know, I, I was taking still my school seriously, but I started navigating resources and everything on how to have options, choices and, you know, control over my life, which I really aspire to be since early age. And now that I know that I was not a failure, for me, it's a no-brainer to go get it, you know? So, you know, I'm not a failure. You know, I know what I wanted. And then now I start navigating my mind and everything. But, you know, you, you know if you remember, I was a pre-med student and my goal was to my major in psychiatry and neurology. And one of the things that I really, like, told me is that it's kind of like this scenario that happened that kind of make me say okay i gotta i gotta take the twist was uh you know i i started shadowing a doctor in eastern state hospital to just see what kind of things am i getting myself into right and it's just you know i i went and shadowed the doctor uh you know he's a very uh great psychiatrist and i found out it's not something that i really want to do for my life and that is when i decided and as i say decisions are everything you know if you have you know something you know and if you do, if you cannot decide on something that you want to do today you know you're just putting it off for the next time and you know i didn't want to do that so what i did was i decided to change my game i i decided uh to shift and see what I can be as an entrepreneur as a person that you know that that used to do a lot of stuff in entrepreneurship uh I'm basically I'm uh currently running two businesses one was my uh education company which is uh the school of game changers where we learned uh where we learn about you know how to empower the seven areas of life our health wells business uh social leadership spirituality you know we cover all aspects of life uh, and you know as w- what we can do, how how to navigate resources and intra- as an entrepreneur, uh, I just did. You know, this was launched on I think March, and uh, we I just finished the first quarter in that, uh, and I'm I'm really kind of like testing a lot of stuff in the school, uh, making sure that my clients are taken care of uh, and everything. So the results in that is very amazing. The other thing I'm running is a crater repair company. Uh, and that is debt groups. Uh, so we do repair uh, credit for people, and we we we're not just credit repair company. What we do is actually we educate people, uh, you know, on what they can know about credit. You know, if you really know how the financial world works, is like, uh, you know, we're in a capitalist economy, and sometimes you know, you know, people want you to spend. For example, if you go, uh, if you're trying to buy a car. And they see your credit is low what they will do is just they're not gonna be like hey your credit is a little bit low go home and fix it so come when you fix it so we can apply you for you know really low percentage uh, credit cards or low percentage loan what they will do is just oh your credit is low that means that you're gonna have a high payment or high interest on the loans that you're gonna get but that doesn't mean that they don't they're not gonna get paid you're just gonna pay higher loans. So what they will do is they send your information to multiple lenders. Of course, this doesn't include every call dealership. There might be ones that really care about their customers. And I appreciate those kind of companies uh, because if you care about your customer, you can go anywhere uh, as a business owner. But what they will do is just they distribute your information uh, to a bunch of lenders and you're gonna have like I was dealing with a client that had uh like twenty-four inquiries and what 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 he did is he just applied for one car loan. The uh, you know, the the dealership just sent his information to a bunch of le- uh, lenders and he have now this much inquiry and he came to me like to fix it and you know it's just it's just crazy how this information is not out in there so people know about like the risks that they're getting themselves into you know Uh, they the the things that they're really you know this this kind of like navigation is not provided so our company we kind of first fix the credit for the people and one of the rules i go by and i always tell my team about this is you know we don't want a client to come back for the same problem meaning if i fix my my client's credit i don't want them to come back uh, to fix their credit again. I want them to be educated to keep it that way, so they can use my other services, like starting their business. Uh, you know, being in, in the school of game changers. Maybe start applying for business credit, where I offer them like you know, tra- you know, huge trade lines to in at zero percent, in order to use that money to grow and expand their business. So I always see a vision as a, you know, when a customer comes to me, my goal is. I want to see where they are right now, and I want to be able to tell them, you know, or to help them get where they want to be. I don't want them to go, come back from to their uh, initial point or where they started. So because I want to be able to see the progress in my customers, uh, and you know, I, I really love providing these values to clients that are uh, very motivated to change their games.
0: love your heart for I wanting to so. help people it's so obvious that you're 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 impassioned you know a moment ago you said something about being inspired and how we're inspired when we're we're doing something that we're really passionate about and that we love and it's it kind of comes effortlessly to us when we're kind of in that zone and in that groove even when you had your your uh, shadowing, which is, I'm so thrilled that you shadowed because really and truly that is a game changing moment for a lot of students. Oh, yeah. They're like, wow, I thought I wanted to do this, but mm, this isn't for me. Yeah, and actually, so, who
1: inspired me to do that was a, a doctor that I met one time. Yeah, you know, I was a UK and, you know, there's a cafeteria uh, and I made him and, you know, I, I was just asking him questions. I think he worked in the OR. And, you know, we were chatting and I was telling him what I would be able, you know, what I want to do or what I want to help patients with when I become, a, you know, a, neuro, a neurologist and psychiatrist. And I was just telling him my vision on how I want to provide the help. And he was very inspired about my, you know, ideas and everything. And what he told me was like, you got to shadow a doctor. You know, you got to be able to see what is actually happening. And that gives you like a whole visual And a whole like, you know, I shot it like for a straight like five days, which is which gave me like the whole thing. So it's, you know, I can, you know, I'm really thankful for that experience, definitely.
0: Well, and I'm I've also been just inspired by your mindset shifts along the way, even in coming to the country saying, you know what, there's I'm I've kind of got a clean slate here. Not all of that narrative that has been kind you know harmful to me in ways but now I've got a new slate and I can um I'm 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 going to do this I'm going to show my strength in a new way and that's a beautiful beautiful picture of of well you know our our life in in Christ even and how how we're, we are given new slates. And it's a, it's such a powerful moment in, in our lives when we know that we're forgiven. And I'm not putting forgiveness on this issue at by any stretch, but I'm just saying, that's the feeling I got. I thought, you know what? It's so nice to have a do over and to have a start over. And we don't have to be shackled to old mindsets, old ways of thinking. Um, We don't have to, you know, stay stuck there and ruminate on those types of things. We can we can um, figure out who we are and then go for it. What's our sweet spot and then enjoy that. And I have another I I have just a couple more questions for you as we're as we're kind of wrapping up. Definitely, I would love you to speak on the importance of mindset and how do you overcome the, um, you know, any kind of toxic thinking that you may have had? How did you just kind of say, nope, I'm not going there. Instead, I'm going to push forward with my thinking and my mindset. I'm going to pivot into a new direction. What did that look like, practically speaking, for you? I mean, were you just aware? I know you were aware of those mindsets. Yes. But on a daily basis, how did you resist, you know, going back to those other thoughts and that old narrative?
1: Gotcha, gotcha. I, I really can talk like for one hour on this topic because this is like I love entrepreneurship for this because you deal with your like emotion every single day. You know, clockwise, you're you're if you're an entrepreneur, you're dealing with your emotion. You know, you see your you know, financial, you know, charts going up and down, you see, you hear a lot of no's. I mean, if you are an entrepreneur, you are an emotional roller coaster. And if you cannot master your emotion, you know, it is very hard from to go from point A to point B as an entrepreneur. And, you know, that's why I love it, because it makes me hungry to master my mindset. I always read up on it. I always navigate it. I always kind of like you have to know yourself as an entrepreneur. So the first thing I believe to master your emotion, you know, I, as I say, uh, you know, to just mindset for me is emotion. You know, to just be able to master your emotion. If you master your emotion, as as a whole, your mindset will be in a great shape. Uh, and you know, I, I'm I'm really I'm reading like a Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant, the Giant Within, uh, at this point. And one of the things that he discussed about. Is you know you gotta control what things means to you. Meaning, uh, you know you gotta decide what things mean. Like you gotta define, you know, the things that happen like in your life. For example, it can be as an entrepreneur, it can be income, right? Uh, you know, your business definitely have to be successful, but it doesn't mean that your income is directly correlated with the value you provide you know uh you know sometimes you know it, it might have a little bit of co- 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 correlation but that doesn't mean it's it's causation meaning what i mean by that is sometimes you know as a charter entrepreneurs what we have is we try to provide value right entrepreneurs provide value solve a problem and when we go ahead and do that uh sometimes we don't get the feedback that we wanted oh we put this much time on it we created this much but we're not still getting the result we want. Mean, meaning, the result might be appreciation. The result might be, you know, financial reward and everything. But that doesn't mean that we gotta stop, right? So, as an entrepreneur, one of the very amazing criteria that anyone should develop is test, test, test. You gotta test different things. You gotta tweak things and put it in, and then test and learn. So, one one of the things that I see most often is that. There is a cycle. You try, you fail, you try, you fail. And if you keep on this cycle, what you will do is quit because it becomes overwhelming to just be able to do something uh, you know, in, in, in an efficient way, right? So what I really recommend is try, and when failure comes, you try, you fail, then you analyze. What is that failure? It might be your marketing that failed. It might be anything. It might be your pitch that failed. It might be your sales copy that failed. It might be anything. But what is the thing that we can learn as entrepreneurs? If we're gonna fail, I fail every single day. You know, I fail in a lot of ways. And my goal is, you know, I want the failure to come. You know, you know, I don't go for failure. Of course, I have a winner mindset. But when it comes, my goal is not to focus on why I, like, how I failed. And, you know, what is, you know, being emotionally invested into it. But what I will do is I'll try to see what I can learn from it. That way, when you are asking questions, why that happened and you're trying to learn from it, you're engaging your frontal lobe, like your your frontal brain, which is like the creative brain. So that way you can tweak some things and make it better the next time. But when you are emotionally invested and think about, oh, I did this because you know, I was not enough. And this is our like the narrative we had when, we, you know, if, if you if you see my story, you know, people used to tell me I, I was a failure. People used to tell me that I was not be, I, I was not going to be successful. It doesn't matter which sector they said that to me. That narrative is going to be here today when I face failure. And, and it's going to rebring that thoughts, that memories I had as a child, like people telling me I was a failure. But how can we navigate that? That is because you know, whenever sometimes you feel like a failure or you feel like you know you're not worth worthy of doing things, you gotta we gotta trace back and see where 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 in our life were we failing those moments. Where we where in our life were we feeling that we are a failure. And when you really navigate, when you go back and see where we saw like those kind of things, we gotta navigate and say, okay. What was the advantage of that thing, right? What was the advantage of me going through that experience when I was a child, right? And maybe, you know, for me was one of the things I used to do, uh, you know, when when people like doubt me and everything, I started being very active on sports. I I used to play for my school team to just avoid the destruction. I, I, I become like, you know, very competitive and participate in sports. And I used to do very good in that sector. I did that because, you know, I faced that challenge on my childhood. Now I have like, you know, a, you know, a great way, you know, if I want to run and everything, I have a healthy, a healthy body, a healthy, uh, you know, life because of, because of that, that route, you know, and I also went to church because, you know, a lot of the rejection that I was facing was humbling me and somehow, you know, this is something that I found out and, you know, the people telling me I was a failure, I asked God. What is my true purpose every time? And I was very close to church. And till this moment, you know, I really ask, you know, guidance from my God. I see, I see like, what is something that you, you know, why am I here for, right? You know, how can I serve your mission by doing what I do today? And that is something that I laid out when I was facing those kind of things. So that experience was not just negative, was not just failure. It brings me some opportunities you know by facing those things even though i was not aware of them but now when you go back and see these things you will start linking the negative with the positive and when you do that you're going to have a neutral mind a mind that is not this charged, is a mind um
0: I I just said this is wonderful. I I love I love that you're sharing this and yes, I think what you've described in part is is something I have a little sticky note up on my desk that says I'm not failing, I'm learning. Definitely. And and it's if we begin to re reposition those thoughts related to our experiences every day as entrepreneurs, it's we we embrace Even when we stumble or someone unsubscribes or it didn't go over the way we thought or we don't have the likes or whatever, we're we're just learning what actually works. And we don't stop our mission to serve and our mission to help. Definitely. Kind of, for me, that also spurs me on because I know even if I have an audience of one, I know that, you know, I might just be able to help one person and somebody out there might be encouraged by what I have to say. And that's got to be enough. Now, my last question, Ruel, for you is, is, and it so transitions nicely into this question, if you could write a thank you note to God, yeah. what would you tell him?
1: Wow, <laughs> that's a challenging one. You know, some of the thing that I really learned throughout the year is the, the power of gratitude. The power of gratitude. You know, whatever you think your situation is right now at this current point, you know, being grateful will give you the answer. being grateful, you know when I say this, it's sometimes it's easier to say than done, but it's very important to be grateful about whatever is happening on on you because like sometimes, you know, if you think about it, if it's you know, a call goes under stress to become a diamond. But if you really if if a call like have an instinct and he was saying, he probably was saying that, Why am I going through all this pressure, right? Because he doesn't know uh, like it's going to become a diamond, you know, and these all pressures that we go through as an entrepreneurs, as life, as single moms, anything c- comes with value. And Jesus Christ, when he was here in, on earth, symbolizing the way of life on how to navigate the, you know, creatures, how to understand them better, you know, all these kind of things. You know, there was a lot of pressure that he used to go under with like, but he have a mission and a value. As long as you have values aligned, you're going to be thankful every single day. So what I tell people is that, you know, when you're really, really, if you want to be grateful about things, start living your life, start changing your game. That's what Game Changer uh, Mastermind is about, changing your game. I believe that life is just like a game. And in order to change it, you got to you gotta see those people that played it well, that demonstrated the game and follow under their path while keeping your values because we don't follow everything that everyone is following. You know, I have people that I really admire, start from you, uh, you know, my mom and everything, but it doesn't mean that I imitate everything from you guys. I, st- I still take qualities and I still see how I compete it. in my value, my value is, uh, you know, to break, empower, build, and impact. I will always see how this thing that I learned from you, how this thing from, from I learned from Mr. X, Mrs. X, will help me serve these four values I have in my life. And when you do that, you're going to become grateful. Anything that comes to you, you know, even if it's pressure, you'll see the diamond because you have values. You know, God was frustrated with some things. You know, it's crazy when I read the Bible. You know, there are moments that God was frustrated in life. You know, of course, he's not. He's God, but he was symbolizing, you know, humanity in here in the world. And there was like things that really, you know, overwhelm him and everything. But he had mission. And what you do when you're overwhelmed changed everything. One of his uh, habits you know, when God becomes overwhelmed or, or everything, he prays, you know, that's one of the things I really uh, took from him. Uh, you know, Jesus prays when He's when he gets overwhelmed or something is not like, uh, you know, you know, if he feels those kind of struggles and everything, that's what he do. And I think that's exactly what I do right now. Like when I'm really very overwhelmed and everything, I kind of like kneel down and say, you know, just show me the way to navigate through this. So if I really like, want to write them a thank you note, I'll tell them, like, you know, thank you for making me who I am right now, you know, and I t- I'll, I'll, I'll I'll tell them that, thank, thank you for, you know, writing me the Bible, giving me the resources, Uh, you know, raise me in a culture that I really respects and, uh you know, really reach with, you know, uh, like religious teachings, you know, when I grew up, Back in Ethiopia, one of the things I told you was I was very close to church and I learned from very, very, very well-educated uh, people around the church. And these people, like, I, I used to have a teacher that was like 92 years old. And imagine the wisdom that that guy used to give me. At this point, I still I, I still feel some goosebumps when I really think about, wow, I you know, I was a child at that point. But when I really go back and analyze the things that I was learned and everything... You know, I, I really thank God uh, for those experience, being able to grow uh, in, grow up in a place that was very rich in history of church, uh, you know, the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, all those kind of stuff build, uh, you know, the the person I am right now. And I thank God for all the experiences he passed me through. You know, I was, you know, a teenager that, you know, I was a little bit out of, you know, this kind of scope. I used to hang out with the wrong crowd and everything, but he didn't left me like that. He always tried to find me to put me back to my, uh, you know, current self uh, to thank him and to praise him. And this is like things that I'm really grateful for. I'm grateful for you know the things I'm creating right now for my company, the people I'm impacting, you know. And I do this every single morning. You know, I I start like by praying, you know, thank you. And you know, I, I I really cannot mention how many ways I can thank. Him, starting from that he died for me and everything. But, uh, you know, my gratitude is infinite. uh, And but I thank him for making me who I am right now. And, uh, you know, for all the things that he blesses me with to, you know, impact others with my work and serve his mission as well.
0: And now for the higher ground takeaways. Number one, turn up your curiosity meter. Dare to learn, to try, to put yourself out there. Number two, when your values align with your mission, use that inspiration you feel to crush it. Number three, watch yourself talk. Leave no room for doubt. Number four, if you have a past narrative that really bogs you down, Shift. Stop living in the shadows of past mistakes or under comments of what others may have said about you. Resist the lies. Number five, deal with your emotions. See failure as a pathway to learn, to pivot, to change, and to grow. Number six, never underestimate the power of gratitude. Start your day by giving thanks to God for the little things and the big things. Number seven, prayer is a powerful tool we have in our belts to combat feelings of overwhelm and defeat. And number eight, remember that coal under pressure becomes a diamond. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us your word to guide us in this 21st century. Help us to put feet on our faith in order to walk out those biblical principles in practical ways. Help us in our journey to choose to think. And may we think thoughts based on your wisdom and truth alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Brain Changer. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, be sure to reach out to Ruel or point folks toward his biz, especially if they're struggling to get their financial footing. His contact info appears in the show notes below. And until next week, remember, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Ciao.